You're listening to WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. Hello, hello. You're listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. And, you know, peace and good tidings. Amen. I know we're uh, getting close to the holiday seasons and things can sometimes get hectic. The traffic is getting hectic. Um, if the grocery stores are getting a little hectic, but um, peace, be still. Amen. Choose your times to get out wisely and uh, try to reflect the joy of the Lord. You know, the joy, the joy, uh, the joy of the Lord is our strength. You know, um, it's funny. I got tied tongue because I was thinking joy to the world. The Lord has come. This is like a great time to uh, witness. Um, we kind of want to continue on uh, from our discussion last week. We we're just talking about um you know, uh, Joshua talking about being strong and being courageous and walking in the rhythm and the footsteps of the Lord, being able to hear his voice and, um, you know, and, and follow it, you know, and that's sometimes like, you know, there's a way that seems right. Like we can do things. I see, you know, they talk a lot about branding. They talk a lot about um, your businesses and things like that and stuff. But, you know, never before, uh, like never before you really, have to be discerning because now there's so many um, there's so many ways to get information, and it doesn't mean that every all the information is correct. So we have to be very discerning. And um, but we were looking kind of at uh, Joshua, and we were talking about you know take be be of good courage. You know the Lord was encouraging Joshua. And in this time, you know, I uh, just want to encourage you as well that uh, that you might continue uh, to to do the best that that God has, you know, from you. But uh, I want to start uh, from Joshua one and eight, and we were talking about don't don't let this word, you know, depart out of your mouth. And he's saying you it, you should meditate on this word day and night, right? When we talk about how to get true prosperity, right? He's saying, don't let the word of God depart out of your mouth. It says the book of the law, right? But we're not under the law, but the word of God. So, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou may observe to do according to all that is written in it. It's it's not so good to hear it, right? Always, but we need to um, observe. And our observation is to bring us to doing. And we observe Jesus Christ who went about doing good. You know, I, I, I was always fixated on the terms that greater things than these will we do in his name. You know, and I'm like, wow, he, he was a great example uh, to be able to follow in those footsteps. He said, and then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then you will have good success. So let's let's go back. He's like, well, what is, what is the first key? He said, well, first of all, you got to know my word, and you got to speak my word, and you got to let it not depart from out of your mouth, right? And then not only speaking the word, then you got to chew it over in your mind. You have to meditate. 
And I think part of meditating, when I hear that word meditate, right, it makes me think um, be not conformed to this world, but to be transformed. So as we meditate, as we chew that word over and over, it's transforming our thinking, right? It's transforming us from one state of thinking to the to Christ's state of thinking, that we would have the mind of Christ. And we don't have the mind of Christ by osmosis. We don't have the the, the mind of Christ by, by watching, you know, and it's so terrible because now you can go directly on Netflix and Prime and you can get the whole, like, series, like, and so you're looking at these um, these episodes and seasons, you know, season one episode that has 37 episodes. And you can just watch one. You don't have to wait the next day. You don't have to wait, be interrupted by a commercial. And so I'm finding myself that in this season, right, I, I like the Rifleman. They're playing the Rifleman back to back to back to back to back. And next thing you know, you watch three of them already in a row, you know. And so, but... But our success is not going to come by meditating on the television or what, you know, or what the latest uh, magazine said. He said that if you don't let this word depart out of, um, don't let it not depart, you know, out of thy mouth. It should not depart out of thy mouth. That means you constantly are speaking it out, declaring, decreeing it. He said, then you're meditating, not just for an hour, but it's often day and night, you know, and then you're observing to do according to all that is written therein. And then it will, it'll make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. (laughs) And then he reminds Joshua, you know, Joshua, Joshua, put your name there. Rochelle. Have not I commanded you to be strong and of good courage and to not worry about what people are saying and not worry about what Oprah said and not worry about what your boss said? But neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee wherever thou go. And we have to stand on those promises. You know, so who whosoever he be that doeth rebels against thy 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 um commandment and will not hearken unto thy words in all that thou commanded him, he shall be put to death, only be strong and of good courage. So the Lord is going to be with us just like he was with Moses, right? The Lord is going to be with us just like he was with Moses. And so, um, you know, we can we can get excited. But where we kind of left off as well is that we want to remind you that it's, it's best to to follow in the steps and the rhythm and, and and get into the presence of God. We're fighting to stay in the presence of God so that we can hear him. In the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. In the presence of the Lord, we can be clear, have clarity. Amen. And the enemy is trying to chase us from out of that presence. And, you know, so we're waiting on the Lord. And uh, Exodus 15 and 13 says, In your unfailing love, you will lead the people that you have redeemed 
In your strength, you will guide them to your holy dwelling. And so the Lord is leading us. He knows where he's taking us. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the way. I am showing you the way. But you got to hear my voice. You've got to follow me. You've got to take up that cross and follow me. But we, we get so beat down, um, you know, by, by life and, and society. And we look at our view, our life in comparison sometimes to others or what we have. Uh, you know, what degree we have or the house we have, or what type of car. We, you know, we compare those things. And I, I just want to remind you of Matthew 6, 25 through 34. And he said, and it says, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. Is not the life more than me and the body than raiment, clothing? Is there not more to us than meat and raiment? And he said, look, don't put all your cares and your worries in that, in your life. Don't, don't worry about that. He said, I'm with you wherever you go. He said, I, just wait on me. The Lord is trying to calm us down. He's trying to get us to um, see him, trust him. Follow him. He said, Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? You know? And it's like, first of all, do I want to be compared to a pigeon, like a bird? And I don't know why when I hear that scripture, I think of pigeons. And I was at the commons uh, not too long ago. And it was almost like, I want to say, a hundred pigeons. Somebody was feeding them. And they, I don't know where they came from, out of nowhere. And I was like, mm, I don't know. But nevertheless, he said, do I not, do I not care more for you? And yet I feed them. I take care of them. Can I not take care of you? And I'm like, okay, Lord, amen. Um, we might have to say it a few more times so that we can relax and rest in that. Which of you, by taking any thought, right, taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? Like, if you think you're short and you're like, oh, keep thinking about it. Oh, I want to get taller. I want to get taller. I want to get taller. And you consume your life on wanting to be something that you're not at the time. You can't add one inch to your height by worrying about it, right? And he said, and they, and why take you thought for raiment, which is another word for clothing? Consider the lilies of the fields, how they grow and toil not, new, neither do they spin. I'm like, well, I'm glad he said lilies. You know, I think of weeds. We, we, I didn't throw them weeds in my garden, and yet there's sometimes more weeds than vegetables, <laughs> and 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 yet they they just grow they they toiled not neither do they spin and yet i say unto you that even solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these lilies wherefore 
If God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, ye of little faith? Does he not have more concern for you than he does a bird, than he does a lily? So why are we worried about all these things? He said, for all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knows that you have need of all these things. But he tells us this. But first seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. First seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That means we're following close. We're observing what, what the word of God is saying. We're observing what it is that, the, that we're supposed to be doing in this season. Take therefore no thought for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. So we have enough to worry about today without having to bring tomorrow in it. And I'm not even there yet. It's like tomorrow isn't even here yet. And we have all these thoughts and plans. Christmas isn't here yet. Well, you know, so don't worry about it. Right. Things are going to unfold. You you just, you know, God is going to uh, get us to that place that we need to be. We have to leave the outcomes up to to the Lord. Amen. He said simply simply our job is to worship him and leave the outcomes and other things to him. He said I know the plan I have for you. Says the Lord. And and why are we talking about this is because, you know, these are the things when we are worried about how things are going to fit and when they're going to fit and, 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 and we're worried about all these details. It causes us to lose sight sometimes and it causes us to have added pressure and that pressure causes us to abandon and to run away from the things that God has placed on your heart to do. The enemy can pressure you to a point where you will abandon what God had willed for your life. And if you recognize it, go back. Go back to that last place that you heard the Lord and start again. Return back to that first love and start again. I mean, I like the prodigal son said, wow. He said, even the servants in my father's house eat better. I'm going back, you know. And um, and the father, I mean, saw him from afar off and ran towards him. There's no shame in the game. There's no shame in going back. Come back to the house of God. Come back. You know, people say, I don't go to church because, you know, um, there's so much church hurt and there's so much, you know, hypocrites. There's hypocrites everywhere. I'm pretty sure if you're looking in the club, there are hypocrites there, too. There's hypocrites on the job. There's hypocrites everywhere. Um, the church is just a place where broken people came 
Amen. And uh, <clears throat> and and people who are seeking the Lord for salvation, who are broken. And a lot of times the people are saved but not completely delivered. They're still in process. You know, I think Catherine Kuhlman said, you know, God's not looking for golden vessels or silver vessels. He's looking for broken vessels. He's looking for surrendered vessels. Those who have surrendered to his lordship. Lord, not my will, but your will be done. You know, even Jesus got to a place where he said, you know, can you take this cup from me? You know, but not my will, your will be done. And it's like, yeah, no, I don't I don't really want to do that. I I don't really want to go to the Christmas party, you know, they, but you know, I don't I don't want to try to bring salvation to those who who could be lost. But once again, not my will, but your will be done, Lord. And so God is wanting us to do uh his will. He wants us to begin to um lean and trust and be dependent on him. Right? He designed us to be in close, you know, um, communion with him. He, you, you just think about the Garden of Eden. Like the voice of the Lord was chilling with, with Adam, you know, close proximity. And, um, and he knew immediately when something had changed. And so sometimes you have to be careful of when you're around people that you're not always trying to, um, you know, cater to what it is that they want. You know, cater to, you know, we do a lot of catering, but are we catering to the right things? Catering to other people's expectations, you know? Are we so busy trying to please people and, and have their approval and even that will exhaust you and cause you to want to give up. Always trying to think about what people think or what people say, you know. And I'm like, you know, so we have to, we want to be filled up to overflowing. And the only way to do that is to stay in communion and close proximity to the Holy Spirit and God so that we can be protected by Him. Being Being anxious is not, look, he, Luke 12, 25 says, And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to your span of life? Psalm 89, 15. Blessed are those who have le learned to acclaim you, who walk in the light of your presence, O Lord. We're blessed when we've learned to walk close to the Lord, to acclaim the Lord. <laughs> and John told us in 16, is that I have told you these things so that, you, that in me you may have peace. And in this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. He's like, there's all kind of trouble, but guess what? I overcame that. I, oh, I overcame that. And you're hooked up and linked up with me, you know? Um, 
it's like uh, traveling with a celebrity. He's able to get access to places that you cannot, but because you're with him, you get to come along for the ride. You get to come along too. <laughs> That's how I kind of look at that. You know, you're always going to face trouble. You're always going to have problems. But we're also going to always have Christ with us. We also always have the one that the source to look up to the hills for which cometh our help because our help comes from the Lord. Amen. I want to uh, read Psalm 1, 121, um, you know, just to, to give peace and comfort. And I tell you, it's it was my aunt's favorite and she read it. So much, it, it became my go-to, my favorite as well. But it said, I will lift up my eyes into the hills from which cometh my help, because my help comes from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon the right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Thank you, Lord. You don't slumber or sleep. You're, you're always alert. You're always ready to guard and to protect. I know my help comes from you. And the most amazing thing is that he touches the hearts of people, right? We, we wear his hands, his feet. If the Lord, that's why we want to walk in obedience. Because you'll never know when you are a word for someone. You never know when. If the Lord says, you know, put $25, $100 in their hand. I mean, you don't know what that'll do, what that means. And it's an honor for God to use you that way. You never know. He may say, hey, I want you to take that person out for lunch. Or just give that person a call and let them know, hey, I was just thinking about you. You never know. We, we're being led. And he uses our mouth and our hands and our feet. And so we want to always be in the ready position. We always want to be in the mindset, right? And there might be times when you get down. But like the psalmist said, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills, which cometh my help. So I'm not confused about where my help comes. My help comes from the Lord. My help comes from the Lord. Begin to thank the Lord for everything. Begin to trust the Lord for in everything, in all seasons. Lord, I don't understand it all, 
I don't know why I'm feeling this pressure, this pain. But I'm looking to you. I trust you. Talk to the Lord about everything. Talk to him. He's the one who's going to prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anoints my head with oil and my cup runneth over. Well, that's just a piece of the psalm. But if we went back, he was saying, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. For why? He's with me. And his rod and his staff, they comfort me. And he begins to prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He anoints my head with oil and my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. When you feel like your back is against the wall. When you feel like you have lost your way. That's when we bring the word of God up. That's when we, we, look, we look to the Lord and his strength. And we begin to seek his face. We seek his face always. In Ephesians 1, 18 through 20, it says this. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. Lord, we thank you for the, this audience of people who are listening. We thank you even for WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston. We thank you for being in. We thank you for the opportunities that you have given us. We thank you for hope, for strength, for life, for awareness, and the power to walk in your presence. We give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you. Um, you've been listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. Remember, greatness is on the inside of you. Blessings. Blessings.